Hi everyone, this is Olivia, and I want to welcome you to a new episode of Silky in the Sunlight. I'm a 27-year-old in love with Jesus Christ, and I want everybody to come to know the Lord as well. Okay, so I actually have big news to share with you all, but you have to wait until the very end to listen. So just sit back, relax, be patient, and it'll be great. Okay, sounds good. Today, I want to share something with you. I want to share a testimony of how God helped me uh, with something. And so before we dive in, I just want to say a quick prayer. So Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that I get to spend with everybody listening. Thank you, Lord God, for your touch, your word, and your love, God. Let us be receptive to your word even now, Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way, God. Touch people's hearts even now, God. Thank you for breaking every chain, every yoke, God, and for lifting people up in your name, Jesus, and for those that don't know you, God, in a saving way. I pray that this is the day that they say yes to you. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering and setting free. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Amen. Okay. So I just want to share of how, you know, God helped me with something recently. And I want to start off this way. Now, I know that in January, we have tons of New Year's resolutions. We want to get things going. We want to get things started in our business and our families and our lives. We want to lose that weight. We want to make gains in the gym. We want to do all sorts of things to you know, try to feel better about ourselves, try to improve in life, try to learn a new skill and everything like that. But I also know that January can be a sad time for people. There are no more major holidays. Uh, Friends and family aren't coming over like they used to in the past, past months. And things are a bit quiet. But God can meet us in the quiet if we allow him to. We may have even made goals that we wanted to accomplish so far these past few weeks, like going to the gym every day, reading our Bible consistently, making phone calls to others to reach out. But somehow, some way, some of those things have fallen apart. And I'm sure at some point, all of us have felt this way at some point in our lives. But I want to share a testimony of how God can lift you up when you feel unmotivated and down. For the past few days, I've felt... I've just felt unmotivated to tidy up my room. I felt overwhelmed by the clutter and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I felt tired and I felt burdened. And one Sunday, um, actually this past Sunday, after pressing my way, the Holy Spirit came through our service and started to touch people's hearts. And he touched mine. He touched my heart and mind where I had a new attitude. And once I got home and prayed after the service, I felt completely brand new and energized. Then before I knew it, I was tidying my room. I was tidying my room, guys. I was just listening to a message from a preacher that I like to listen to. And I was cleaning my room at the same time. This may seem small, but I really felt unmotivated to do that small task, but the Holy Spirit gave me that renewed energy spiritually, mentally, and physically in service and in prayer, where I not only had peace, but also renewed strength to do my task. You know, God cares about the little stuff in our lives as well. And so I'm just grateful to God that he even heard that desire of mine to just tidy up my room. And he heard me. And I'm truly grateful for that. And God is no respect of persons. So what he could do for me, he can definitely do for you as well as a child of God. And 
you might feel right now unmotivated to do certain things because you are tired, weary, sad, and you may feel like you are stuck, but the Lord is with you and he loves you. In Psalms 23 verse 4, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. When you know the Lord and the pardon of your sins, when you have that relationship with God, God is there guiding you. He's keeping you. And the Holy Spirit is there to comfort you. In John 14, verse 26, it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So in both the Old Testament and Psalms and the New Testament in John, we see God, we see the Holy Spirit uh, uh, being described as a comforter, as someone who brings us comfort. And that's the great thing about God. He is there to, to give us the guidance that we need, to show us what to do. And he encourages us to continue moving on in the faith and continue to believe in him and trust in him. And there are times that our physical bodies get tired. Um, we, we get uh, uh, mentally tired or emotionally tired. But the Bible talks about in Galatians 6 and 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And I'll be honest with you all, you know, I've had multiple times where I felt just felt tired and whatnot. But the scripture, uh, the word of God has helped me, has brought me through. You know, the Lord has brought me through. In Isaiah 40 verse 28 to 31, which is a good example of here of how God can just lift us up. It says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. We may get tired, but the Lord does not get tired. That's reassuring right there. In verse 29, it says, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. So you may feel like you have nothing left in the tank, but the Lord is the one who will provide you with strength and with power. In verse 30, it says, Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Verse 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Like I said, there have been many times in my life where I felt that I had no might, but God was and has been and will always be my only source of strength. God may very well allow us to get to a place where we have no might and where we have no strength just to show how powerful he is in our lives just to show us how much we need to rely on him and trust in him he may allow sickness to come just to show that he is a miracle worker and that he is the only one that can do those miracles and make us whole and that all the glory belongs to him God is the only one that does not get weary. God is the only one that does 
not get sick. God is the healer. God is the only one with all power and we need to rely on him always. And I say we because I'm also talking to myself as well. God is the only one that does not lose strength. So that's reassuring. We can put our trust in him because he is truly dependable. Isaiah 26 verse 3 to 4 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. My favorite part is verse 4, Trust thee in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. That adds on another layer to verse 3 where we talk about, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Keeping our minds fixed on him and also just trusting in the Lord forever because in him there is everlasting strength. The Lord is our everlasting strength. That's why it only makes sense to trust in him. We cannot provide our own strength with our own power. We must let him be our strength and give him all the glory for it. So if you are a child of God and you are feeling down because it's January or for any other reason, God knows and he cares and he can lift you up. And if you don't know the Lord and the pardon of your sins, today is the day where you can do just that. Second Peter 3 and 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us ward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You don't have to stay in your sins. Now you might be wondering, Olivia, you know, I'm a good person. I do this, I do that, I volunteer. But even with all the good things that you do, there's no such thing as a balance where, you know, your good outweighs the bad. No, you know, the Bible says, Romans 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So no, so no matter how much good that you think you can do, you can never achieve or attain um, the salvation of the Lord on your own. You must repent of your sins. You must be born again. You must turn away from those sins and acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. I got saved when I was four and I rededicated my life to the Lord. And that was the best decision that I could ever make. You know, and I made I've had some really cool opportunities in my life where I was able to go to college, go to Princeton, go to Austria. But even with those uh, different opportunities, that was not the best thing in my life. Jesus is the best thing in my life right now. He's the best person in my life right now. He is my God. He's my Lord. He's my King. He's the one that keeps me even when I feel like I I've just lost it. Even when I feel like, you know, I'm disconnected from him. He is the one that keeps me no matter what. And I'm truly grateful for that. And so you may feel like you're hopeless. You may feel like you are down. You may feel like there is no other way for you. But let me tell you that Jesus is the only way to everlasting life, the only way to heaven, the only way to God the Father. And so if you want to make that commitment to the Lord, if you want to be saved from your sins, you can do that right now. All it entails is a simple prayer that you pray from the heart, asking God for forgiveness of your sins, repenting of them, turning away from them, and acknowledging that Jesus is Lord and that he rose again on the third day to save you from your sins. Jesus loves you, my friend, and I really want you to make this decision, but it's up to you. 
So I'm going to pray the prayer and you can simply repeat after me. For those who are saved out there listening, pray for those who don't know the Lord, that they would make this decision. Thank you for the support. So here we go. Lord God, I come before you as a sinner. I'm sorry for the sins that I have committed. I ask for your forgiveness and I repent of the wrong that I have done. I turn away from them, Lord, and I come to you. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and that God raised you again on the third day. And I believe that you are coming back for me one day. So Lord Jesus, I pray that you help me live for you for the rest of my life, one day at a time. Please fill me with your precious Holy Ghost and thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer, I'm excited for you because you just made the best decision of your life. And so, you know, I'll have different things in the description on what you can do now to cultivate that relationship with the Lord. In the description, there's an online Bible where you can start reading the Word of God. Personally, I read King James Version, and that just allows you to get closer to the Lord and hear from Him. Now, you may not understand uh, everything that you read at once in the Bible, um, but that's okay. The Bible's big, and it's meant to be read over a lifetime and studied over a lifetime as we get to know the Lord and get to know Him better. So don't feel bad about that. Um, but I highly recommend as well that you get a Bible in print um, because technology fails, but when you have that print copy, you're good to go. Okay. Um, and then the other thing is I also have different churches that you can listen to in the meantime while you're finding a church. It's important to uh, go to church to have the fellowship with other believers, other Christians, so that you can get encouraged and that you can hear the word of God from a pastor and that when you do have questions or different things come up in life, you can go to your pastor to receive godly counsel um, for those different things. Um, so I will put those in the description. If you're close by to those church churches, I highly recommend you go to them. And if not, uh, watching those churches can kind of give you a framework of some sort for what to look for when you're looking for a church. The other thing is fasting and praying. Uh, you might have heard about people fasting for dietary reasons. Um, but in our case, uh, you do it for spiritual reasons to get closer to the Lord. You lay down a meal or two or three and you say to God, okay, I want to spend this time with you. I want to get closer to you. Um, and also, uh, uh, in addition to fasting, you also pray so you can uh, have that conversation with God. You can hear from him and you can grow more in the Lord that way as well. Okay. Um, so I have those different things in the description. Um, feel free to leave a comment below if you are listening on Spotify and feel free to share, um, this podcast with friends, family, whoever, um, you know, just so that they too can be encouraged as well to continue to, um, go on and how God can, uh, empower them, encourage them on this journey. Okay. Uh, one last thing. I just want to pray out and 
we'll be good to go. So Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that I get to spend with all the listeners out there, God, wherever they are, uh, wherever they're from, Lord, I pray that you meet them right now, God. Help them, Lord. Encourage them, God. Give them the energy that they need, Jesus, to continue on this Christian race, God, to continue on, God. They might be burnt out. They might be feeling low. They might be feeling down, God, but I know that you're able to lift them up, Jesus, based on what your word says, God. So I thank you, Lord God, for your power and for your might. I thank you, Jesus, for being everything that we need and more, God. I thank you, Jesus, for overflowing in our lives, oh God. And I thank you, Lord God, for reviving us, Lord. I thank you for reviving our churches, God, reviving our homes, our hearts, our minds. Thank you, Jesus, for reviving every single uh, part of every single um, aspect of our lives, Jesus. So I thank you, God. I bless your name. We give you all the glory, honor, and the praise for what you've done and what you're going to do. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Awesome. Okay. I know that this is the moment that everyone's been waiting for, but here's the big announcement. Next week, soaking in the sunlight, we're going to have our first video interview on YouTube. I know. Just 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 get excited. Just 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 get excited. Just clap a little bit, you know, uh, you know, just sing a little bit perhaps, but let me tell you something. Uh, what you need to do in order to hear this awesome video is jump on over to the Soaking in the Sunlight YouTube page. Subscribe so you can see it the moment it drops and um, also the audio for the uh, video will also be uh, on other podcast platforms. I'm excited uh, for the person I was able to interview. Um, I've heard them preach throughout my life and I believe they that they will have a message that will get to inspire and encourage both the young and the young at heart. So get excited for that. Um, I hope that you all have an awesome day. Remember to be encouraged and to stay encouraged and to always soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the only light. And don't forget to subscribe and to share with a friend or anybody out there. Love you all. God bless. Bye.